Welcome to Trinity Grace Church Williamsburg Scripture Reflection for Thursday, June 25th, using the Bread Book. I'm Deandra Tubergen, reading from Matthew 4. We begin with the invitation to be still. I love to take a few deep breaths and really still myself before God, acknowledging his presence, inviting his Holy Spirit to capture my attention, to still my heart, and to open my entire being to his spirit and to his word. I invite you now to do the same, to be still before our loving God. Read. The chapter for today is Matthew 4, reading from the NIV. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man should not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to a holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put your Lord, your God, to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I give to you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness, have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As Jesus was walking beside the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother, Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother, John. 
They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed. And he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. After reading the text, we move to encounter. And this is simply a time to meditate and reflect on what God is drawing our attention to in this passage, specifically in this moment. And with a passage that's so familiar, like Matthew 4, at least it's familiar to me, I'm amazed that each time I come to the text, there's something new and fresh that speaks directly to my soul and something that I hadn't noticed before. And so today I just want to point out the things that grabbed my attention more specifically in this moment. And that was really the difference of tone and posture of the devil and the tempter in contrast to the person of Jesus. The tempter has this annoying, accusatory, kind of aggressive presence and posture towards Jesus. If you are the son of God, immediately not only coming to Jesus when he is weak and hungry, but tempting him and questioning his very identity and asking him to prove it, asking him to achieve or perform the fact that he is the son of God. And then later in the latter half of this passage, we see Jesus calling to his disciples and the posture is invitational. It's direct, but it's come, follow me. And then even with the large crowds, it's not Jesus clamoring for attention or um, inviting a ton of people to come hear what he has to say or to see what he's doing, but it's just people hearing about who he is and being drawn towards that. Um, And so there's this contrast between the, the voices and kind of posture of the enemy and the devil and then Jesus. And there's even, you know, in the second and third temptation, the language is the devil took him to a holy city. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain. And this kind of taking Jesus versus leading and following language, even in the beginning the Holy Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness. And again, with the disciples, he is asking them to follow him. And there's so much more in this passage, but that is what really struck me today. And 
probably because it is connected to what God knows my soul needs for application. And so we move into apply. And applying is simply just taking what we've reflected on and meditating on in the encounter and of the reading of the word and seeing how it directly relates to our lives and even an invitation for how we are to live in light of what we now know and notice in the word. And for me, it's all about the application around identity and the contrast between proving, achieving, or performing identity versus a deep knowing and living it out of that. And in reflecting about that, the enemy really wanted Jesus to perform his identity in power and in thinking about my relationship to my daughter there's nothing that she could do to perform or prove she's just mine and that is what I was really challenged with and encouraged by in looking at the life of Jesus and how the rest of the passage follows, um, not only as Jesus faces temptation, but also as he moves into obedience and proclaims the good news and that the kingdom is near and performs these healings and draws his disciples to himself. He is just living out of his true identity and being led by the Spirit. And so that was really the conviction application for me was to really see where am I trying to perform, achieve, or prove my identity in Christ and recognize and even confess that that is a giving in to the way of the tempter and instead to really claim and ask Jesus to remind me and root me in my identity in him um, with a confidence and assuredness that could only come from that relationship and intimacy that we have and really free me from um, the burden of trying to prove it. So that is application and then we end with devotion and I think that is just a natural next step in thinking about this application is devoting and praying and turning our hearts towards God in prayer and in response. Jesus, help me to be rooted in the identity of who you say that I am, your daughter. Lead me by your spirit and give me the grace to follow you, whether it be in wilderness, city, crowds, wherever you want me. Help me to have a heart to say, I will go. 
help me and save me from performing my faith or trying to achieve or earn it. Give me the immediacy of the disciples to heed your invitation to follow you. Thank you for your word and may it nourish my soul. May I be quick to repent of my sin and need for you and please provide the healing from the soul disease I am tempted to protect and feed. You are my God and I am your daughter. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today and I would love to just close by praying for all of you who are listening. God, thank you for your word. I pray that it would just penetrate each heart that is listening to this this morning and anyone else who is in Matthew 4 this morning. I just pray that you would reveal to them whatever it is that their soul needs to encounter your truth, to encounter your spirit, to be convicted and changed so that they can live in wholeness and in right relationship with you. Teach us what it means to be your sons and your daughters. Lead us by your spirit. Though we are weak in flesh, I pray that you would make us strong in spirit like you, Jesus. Be with us this day. Amen.